सरोज रज निज मन मुकुर सुधारी भर नौ रघुबर विमल जसु जो दायक फल चारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानी के सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मुही हरहु कलेश विकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीसतिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल दामा अंजनी पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर विक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवारी सुमति के संगी कंचन बरन बिराज सुबेसा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ बज्र औध्वजा बिराजे कांधे मूंज जने हूँ साझे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजगबंदन विद्यावान गुणी अति चातुर राम काज करी बेको आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनी बेको रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी सियही दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर संहारी राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाइस जीवन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरषि उर लाए रघुपति की बहुत बड़ा ही तुम मम प्रिय भरत ही समबाई सहस बदन तुम रोजस गावे अस कही श्रीपति कंठ लगावे सनकादिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जम कुबेर दिगपाल जहाते कभी कौबिद कहीं सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही कीन्हा राम मिलाए राजपत दीन्हा तुम्हरो मंत्र विभीषण माना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलो ताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु मोत्रिका मैली मुख माही जल दिलांगी गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनोग्रह तुम रे ते ते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत ना आज्ञा बेनु पैसारे सब सुख लहे तुम्हारी शरणा तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपन ते समारू आपे तीनों लोग हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम बचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारो जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा है पर सिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्ट से दिनो निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हारे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा 
तुम्हारे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघु भरपुर जाय जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाय और देवता चित्तन धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बलबीरा जय 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 हनुमान गुसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई छूट ही बंदी महासुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा होए सिद्ध सा की गौरी सा तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नाथ हृदय महढेरा पवन तने संकट हरन मंगल मूर्ति रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय उमापति महादेव की जय बोलो रे भाई सब संतन की जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान जय हनुमान जय हनुमान नाउ वी हैव रीच्ड द वर्स नंबर ट्वेंटी थ्री राइट ट्वेंटी थ्री वर्स वॉज ऑलमोस्ट ऑन द वर्स ऑफ बीइंग कंप्लीटेड नाउ इन द वर्स नंबर ट्वेंटी थ्री Let's just read it first to understand it. Nenam chindanti shastrani, nenam dahati pavakha, na chaynam kledayantapo, na shoshayati marutaha. Again, nenam chindanti shastrani, nenam dahati pavakha. न चैनम क्लेदयंत्यापो न शोषयति मारुत सो वॉट इज दिस शस्त्र इसको काट नहीं सकते अग्नि इसको जला नहीं सकती जल इसको गीला नहीं कर सकता और वायु इसको सुखा नहीं सकती अर्थात इट इज सेंग दैट neither water nor air nor earth nor fire nor space can have any effect on this atman on this undestructible being that i am now we'll take a very simple example here we have studied all the elements in great depth and now we'll just take a very simple example have you seen the ocean when you see the ocean rise and fall and rise and fall the waves rise and fall can the waves these waves which are rising and falling and rising and falling destroy the ocean can they have any impact on the ocean think about it the ocean cannot be destroyed by the waves in the same way this atman cannot be destroyed by all the things that have created it we are talking about the waves and we would we did verse number 23 right so we talked about the five elements which cannot destroy the atman right that uh, energy that we are so now we are taking two analogies just to close this verse number 23 the ocean cannot be destroyed by the waves right however if there is no ocean then there will be no wave irrespective of whether there is a wave or not the ocean is always there so the cause cannot destroy the effect cannot destroy the cause so when we are studying vedanta we have to keep going back 
to what is the cause what is the cause everything that we see around us is nothing but the effect right so wave is the effect of the cause which is the ocean now there can be other causes also maybe the wind and all that but wave in itself is not the cause so now there is a wave what is the cause so if we want to find the answers we have to keep going back to the cause and then we have to ask why 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 and then we will reach where again to that one form of energy so when they are saying that earth water air fire space all these things cannot destroy that one right what are they saying just like the wave the wave cannot destroy the ocean or for instance the pot right which is made of clay can it destroy the clay no the pot can be destroyed right but it will become one with the clay ultimately clay is the cause of the effect which is the pot isn't it so this cannot no matter what happens the pot cannot destroy the clay it can become one with the clay right so now we take it further in this verse again the more in depth thing that we are learning is that three things make this body which we went on so when we talk about fire when we talk about earth when we talk about water when we talk about air when we talk about space they can destroy this gross body right now there is a subtle body and there is a causal body right that we said it travels ahead with all our deeds with it right and it goes on so that body cannot this all these five tatva cannot even destroy that because that fine element is moving on right it does not stop it moves on so in the same way if these things cannot destroy even that body which is there can it reach the atman no so that is what they are saying that nanam chindanti shastrani nanam dahati pavaka nachayanam kledayan tapo na soshayati marutah so these things when they can't even destroy the subtle and the causal body how can they actually destroy that one which is eternal and that is the atman right so with this we understand one thing that me which is definitely not the body which is not the thoughts this is not the actions this is not anything yet this me cannot be destroyed this atman cannot be destroyed only that cloth that i am wearing which the body can be destroyed and so we move on right now the question might arise in our minds then what can destroy that subtle and the causal body right what can destroy it is again a fictional element only it is there karma bandhan the causal body the subtle body all the koshas below the gross level kosha is there only till we think that we are actually doing something we are the karta we are existent till then this bandhan is there because all these layers are also fictional they are not real so once we drop it the minute we drop that nothing that is happening now think about it one let's take very simple an example are we doing anything our liver makes so many things right then our body is actually this is like you know our body is one big machinery are we doing anything even for one minute if you know whatever says that okay you are in charge we'll make a big mess we'll die in 30 seconds and less because we do not even know how this body is functioning we have no clue even the doctors and the scientists do not know the full functioning of this body so where is the kartab are we doing anything for this body also it is happening 
the liver is producing this is producing the baby happens everything just happens what are we doing when we can't even say that we are doing something in this body we have that notion that this thought is mine the thought is also happening you are not creating any thought that is the subtleness why we took a gross level okay this body the functions of this body we are not controlling how the blood moves which vein where it comes from where it goes how it separates how the white cells cells take care of us we don't know anything about this functioning of this body right it is happening on its own in the same way if we go a little subtler even the thoughts is not our creation now you are saying yeah Yeah. Then again, I would be thinking inside, who is listening? Like, who is listening? Like, exactly. And the other day, you just yes. The quote, thought. Yeah. I thought something. I have to change. Uh, huh. Who am I? Who am I? I am the. Then I remember that I am the somebody. Uh, the quote. Now, in that quote, that quote, right? Yes, that quote. There are there are two levels of quotations, right? One is where we. Huh. That will come. that again will come very 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 point when we reach towards the end will come but yes who am i now when you are saying you are not doing anything you are not the thought then who are you who are you the somebody to act right that question comes right arjun will say when i am not doing anything when i am not the thought i am not the body i am not the mind this energy is not no mind this body i cannot operate this thought is also not mine then what is the point why should i do anything what can i do when i am not the doer right and who is listening who is doing it's very confusing isn't it so this thought will come right this thought will come then what do we do how do we move forward what should happen right so over here let's just hold one thought right now that i am not doing anything right nothing is happening by me i cannot be destroyed by anything here when we are talking about the i it is that divine i that that which is one with everything that is just an energy that that satchit anand swarup is me i am a witness this body this mind this thought everything is different from what i am right and again now you will say then 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 what right when i have no control over anything then what very good it's a very deep thing that comes to our mind so then we'll say then what actually this was asked by akshara akshara i was telling you huh. ganti said something ha huh. so she was saying that uh, okay then what then what i i uh, did you understand akshara and she was listening and she was telling then who am i talking my mouth is talking who am i talking she was like yes exactly i'm like okay okay yeah who am i talking what is talking exactly because i am not the talker i am witnessing somebody talking it is very scary to think like this right and when somebody says even the thought in your mind is not yours it is really scary then who who is who is it so in that situation what do we do right because arjun is also going to wonder arjun is saying arjun is also thinking now what then you know who is acting who is thinking who is doing what is happening now if i tell you that nothing is happening everything it is a very deep level of thinking that everything is not happening it is an illusion have you seen that uh, the people who have this disorder they hallucinate is anything there for us nothing is there for them everything is there they change personalities they have friends then and we tell them nothing is there nothing is there and then we are also probably just hallucinating and somebody is telling us nothing is there nothing is there nothing is there but we cannot believe it because we see it we are experiencing it we feel we are experiencing it we have been conditioned to believe that everything is happening so in this situation what do you do in this situation the simple thing is life is but a dream just let the vision go you know but if you can't fill your hours with selfless love and service free because when you can't you know this is very difficult to comprehend right 
so what do we do then so so we stop acting no don't stop acting act for the betterment of everybody else right theek hai this vision is not going i cannot accept i don't understand so what do i do start with becoming selfless act selflessly serve everybody don't think about yourself at least we can start with doing good right and slowly and steadily this understanding will dawn and we'll see as we go on we'll see more so currently he is saying that that two things that move on with you are those bodies which are not destroyed but they are also not you right because you are the witness you are not the doer and this is something that we'll just hold on to till we understand this concept what is the alternative we whatever we do with this organ is going to be for greater good selfless love serving everybody till we understand that everything is a dream which is very difficult to understand we may might never understand and accept but we can move on with a positive mindset saying that whatever is happening i'm going to use this instrument i'm going to use this instrument for the betterment of everybody right so now arjun is still listening and then he goes on krishna goes on to the next verse he said now he is saying achedyoyam verse number 24 achedyoyam adahyoyam akledyoshoshya evacha nityah sarvagatastanur chaloyam sanatanah or you can say nityah sarvagatastanuh achaloyam sanatanah if you want to break it you remove the r you put a h and a then achaloyam sanatanah now again shri krishna is repeating the same thing why is he repeating the same thing again and again and again for so many verses he is trying to bring out only one thing you are not this you are the indweller right now indweller mein we we might think again that will go to the next word that we let's right now we are just the dweller in this entire thing below the causal body the subtle body the gross body below all the five koshas there is one witness and that is me none of this is me right my thought is not mine my, my thought word who is seeing who is talking somebody is noticing it that is me the talker is not me the seer is not me for instance now let's take another example to understand this nowadays we have selfies one of the guru only was taking this example but before used to have cameras so the person who is taking the picture he will never be seen in the camera right he will take the picture and we will see so and so took the picture but now we will say what is the proof i can't see him i can't see him but we'll say no he took the picture he was behind the camera now where is the proof how do we know we know because there's an understanding that somebody has to click right that person was behind the camera who took our picture i am telling you i saw him they are telling us we have seen this we are not believing because we can't see right so now again this dot thought is coming in arjun's mind also and it is very important so again he repeats what is the meaning of achedyoyam achhed that means i cannot be we'll go one by one over here because these verses are very important just open the word by word translation we'll take yeah verse number 24 uh no it's not there you'll have to just look at this but i'll tell you the translation word by word now he's saying achedyoyam what is achedyo kaata nahi ja sakta you cannot cut right acheth matlab you cannot cut it into pieces that is you you can't be cut into pieces then adhayoyam that means adha that means jalaya daha hota hai na right daha means burning you cannot be burned you cannot be burned jalaya nahi ja sakta 
अक्लेद्यो क्ले द्यो मतलब यू कैन नॉट बी मेड वेट गीला मॉइस्ट यू कैन नॉट बी वेट मेड मॉइस्ट यू कैन नॉट बी मेड वेट इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल टू यू नो मेल्ट यू ऑल्सो राइट देन अशेष देन सुखाया नहीं जा सकता उस अशोष्य दैट मीन्स यू कैन नॉट बी डिहाइड्रेटेड वी आर एटी परसेंट वाटर राइट द बॉडी कैन बी डिहाइड्रेटेड इट इज द इजिएस्ट वे टू डाई बिकॉज वी कैन लिव विदाउट फूड फॉर अ लॉन्ग ड्यूरेशन बट विदाउट वॉटर वी कांट सो ही सेंग यू कैन नॉट बी ड्राइड ऑल्सो दैट इज अशोष्य राइट दैट इज द मीनिंग ऑफ ड्राई देन वॉट आर यू वॉट इज योर कैरेक्टर वॉट इज योर नेचर इन द नेक्स्ट वर्स ही सेज नित्य That means what is Nitya? You have always been there. You are that entity, that energy, who has always been there. You are eternal. Adi, Madhya, Ant. There was not a time when you were not there. You are Nitya, Nirantar. You have always been there. You cannot be destroyed. Listen to me. I am telling you. That's what Krishna says. Then Sarvagata. what is sarvagata that means you are not limited in space you are everywhere now the point where we kept saying i am a shariri i am a shariri shri krishna is taking it a little forward you are sarvagata you are not only in that body you are not the indweller only of one body you are the indweller of everything you are the in the indweller between me and you is not different it is the same that means there is no difference between you and me because what is you is me and what is in the plants is also me so what is he saying you are sarvagata what happens is in our mind what happens is dehagata comes what is dehagata i am the shariri who lives in this body now he is taking you one more take step forward he is saying you are not in this body only you are in everything you are nitya nirantar that is you have always been there you are not bound by living in only one body you are everywhere just imagine yourself being present in each and everything just imagine it is easy to say i live in this body but now we are taking you forward now we'll tell krishna we have not even understand me living in this body and now suddenly you are saying i live everywhere what are you trying to do but he is giving this sacred knowledge and he is repeating it again and again how many verses has he been saying the same thing hasn't he because he is saying this is very important listen to what i am telling you you are not bound by this body you are not the witness only in this body you are there everywhere you are sarvagata you are literally there in everything second he says achal there is no motion now you are going to say so you said that that causal body and the subtle body travels right right so that travels but you don't travel when you are in everything where is the motion right we we have that when you are sitting in a train for instance and we look out of the window what do we see we feel that that plant is running this is running and then we say now suppose we are going from one city to another we'll say okay jaipur gaya agra aa gaya does agra come does jaipur go <laughs> no right so there is no motion anywhere but there is a notion of that motion because our drishti says the trees are running the mountains are running you know whatever we see from that state we feel it is moving but it is not so over here he says you feel that you are moving you are not you are because you are nitya nirantar you are there in everything when you are there in everything you don't go na it is like think i leave this body i go to the other body but you are there already there is not a place where you are not so where will you go so he saying you are achal there is no motion in you not at all very difficult to understand again right because he saying the gross body is not you the subtle body is not you the causal body is not you those bodies are moving you are there everywhere you are present now he says achal and stanu that means stir again what is the meaning of stir unchanging we don't change also 
this body changes for instance now we are here okay we are in uae 20 30 40 years back what was uae what was here in the greens desert nothing after that what happened if we take long long back uae was not even there what was it it was under water there were fishes and all swimming in this very location right now where we are sitting it was an ocean and fishes were swimming over there then the ocean went away there was only desert then they came they found oil and they started doing the creation then what happened the desert went away the buildings came up that is change but there is no change in us we are changeless that is called stanu ekdam sthir we are only constant the only we say right the only constant in life is death we are constant we are unchanging what is changing is something beyond me this body is changing this mind is changing you know the age is changing i was a you know we'll say i saw myself to be a young girl you see na i was a girl first then i became a teenager then i became a mother then i became a very old woman i became a grandmother but something inside of me did not change i still feel i am the same who is that same right all through we we know that we are still the same i'm still the same child i'm still the same woman body is changing but there is something which is seeing the change and it is constant unchanging and sanatanaha instant again he now he is defining before he kept saying right this can't happen to you this can't happen to you now he is saying this is you so you are nitya always there you are sarvagata you are there everywhere not only in this body as a witness you are the witness of everything you are that energy that makes everything function because there is no two when there is two you will have your own witness i'll have my own witness you will have your own atman i'll have my own atman no but there is only one so what is in you is in me there is no difference right then he says you are achal no motion nothing is changing things around you are changing you are not changing and then he says stanur that is you are no achal means no motion and then stanur means not changing and then he says you are sanatan ancient you have we are also sanatan dharmis right nowadays we have started saying hinduism hinduism we are sanatanis our dharma is sanatan dharma that is why it is very easy when we say we are hindus very good because now it is the definition we are using no problem by words it does not make a difference but people will say so what anybody who lives in that area is called a hindu so what are we we are actually sanatanis what is our dharm it is sanatan dharm it's the ancient dharm which was always there dharm is not a religion dharm is a way of that ancient beautiful way of life what is ancient when i am sanatan what is my dharm my dharm is that energy right what is that energy satchidanand swarup this is this entire scripture is about sanatan dharm because it is not addressing you as the body it is not addressing you as the you know those karmic bandhans and the subtle body it is addressing you as that and that is the problem many a times we get stuck it is good we have to follow all our traditions and rituals but we should not you should remember they are leading us to something right when sanatan hai to all through there must have been a change why is it that this is sanatan and incident it is still valid because it is not addressing the change this dharm sanatan dharm is addressing something beyond the changeable what is it trying to do it is trying to bring us the sanatan back to the sanatan state that what is the sanatan state you have always been there that ancient state of constant nitya nirantar satchidanand swarup that is why it is always valid now there are certain things you know there will that that is the confusion we all have sometimes you know we say we are always good we are doing good work right we are doing charity we are taking care we don't harm anybody why do we need to read the scriptures then but that is not the objective of the scriptures right because doing charity doing good being good to your surroundings everything else is what related to your 
thinking that I am the gross body, I am the doer, I am the subtle body, I am the cause body, I am involved in karma. But this dharma is trying to take you beyond. It's trying to take you to yourself. And that is the problem that happens. People say that is why we don't need religion. Because we are already good. What will the religion teach us? Because you are saying, if you are bad, God will punish you. If you are good, God is going to take care of you. You give 10 laddus and he is going to fulfill your heart's full heart's desire. Right? Barter system. That is what we normally do, right? You do this upwas, all your hurdles will go away. You do this, this will happen. This is the reason if you chant this 100 times, your manokamna, you know, your ichha will get fulfilled. So many things. And after all shlokas also, we will say, what is the fallashruti? Yes, isn't it? Every shloka without falashruti is not happening. Be it any shloka. Why? Because we have got it down to that level that we are doing this to get something for this material world. But this sanatan dharma is not for that. We have to understand and that is why we need it to understand what is our true nature. When we understand our true nature, right? when we understand this material world has nothing to do with me, Right? Then who am I? Then you will start questioning. Then these questions will come. So who's talking? Who's seeing? Who, who planted this thought? Did anybody plant this thought in my mind? Then, then what is happening? That is awakening. Because many a times we don't even question. Right? I am very angry. Are Baba, you are not angry. You are a witness to somebody's anger. Distance yourself and watch. You know that you are not angry. You are still calm and quiet. Something around you is angry. And this question is an awakening. Where you start questioning. Then who am I? Where have I come from? You know? Where will I go? What is my existence? And this same question. Ramana Maharishi kept asking himself. The only difference between Ramana Maharishi and us is. We let go of this question. And then we engage in this world. No, 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 it's okay. No. He did not leave that question. He said, same, simple, same, simple example. If that body which is lying there is not my father, who is my father? Who is gone? Who am I? And he held on to it. Because he kept questioning. He said, what? I can see the ears. I can see the eyes. I can see the nose. We'll also say, see, we are talking. We are hearing. We are seeing. What are you saying? Contemplate. Start thinking. Who is hearing? Who is talking? Who is seeing? What is Krishna trying to tell us? He is telling me that I cannot be destroyed by all the elements. That means I am beyond the elements. I am like, you know, just like Akash may fire, earth, in space, nothing can happen to the space, right? No matter what the space remains, right? In the same way, nothing can happen to me. Really? And then he is saying, you are Nitya, you are Sarvagata, you are Achal, you are Tanur, you are Sanatan. And then we say Sanatan and then this is what our dharma teaches us. That is why it is called Sanatan dharma. I am a Sanatani, I am ancient. This dharma teaching is not for the exterior body. It is not like a behavioral, what is, what do we do? Uh, ethical class, no. It is for you to realize your true nature. And that is when you need it. Now, otherwise you'll say, I'm already very good. I don't need to go for any religion. I don't believe in any religion. I am as it is very good. Then they say, you're Sanatan. And this is the beauty. We are Sanatan. And we are learning ourselves from Sanatan Dharm only. We are learning what is my Dharm as Sanatan. And then he says, we go on to verse number 25. And then we'll come back to those questions again. He says, Avyaktoyam achintyoyam. Again, he is defining us, okay? Avyaktyo, avyaktoyam achintyoyam. Avikaryoyam uchyate. Tasma devam viditvenam. Nanu sochitu marhasi. What is he saying? Again, let's go word by word. He is saying, Avyakt. What is Avyakt? Pratyaksh nahi dikta. Now the question is, right? You can't be seen. We'll use this text also. Because in English they have explained very well. Gurudev, right? 
यू अव्यक्त प्रत्यक्ष नहीं दिखता राइट अनथिंकेबल वी हैव डन नाउ वी विल गो ऑन टू वर्स नंबर ट्वेंटी फाइव राइट अनमेनिफेस्ट ठीक है अव्यक्त समथिंग विच इज विजिबल टू आर आईज राइट वील से आई कैन सी दिस नाउ वॉट आर यू यू आर अनमेनिफेस्ट सो नो अमाउंट ऑफ माइक्रोस्कोप्स आईज your these this thing cannot see because it is not manifest it is unmanifest avyakt that is pratyaksh nahi dikhta you cannot see is see is see it the way you think you can see things that is where the confusion comes because we are used to seeing things from this eye right and understanding from this mind if it goes beyond then we how do we comprehend right you can't because it is unmanifest then he says again the second thing he says achintyoyam chinta ka vishay bhi nahi hai it is unthinkable because arjun is also confused now he is trying to ask justification now you explain to me he said it is unmanifest then he said it is unthinkable you can't think about it he says after denying the sense organs because the something which is not manifested but the cause of everything how can you see it right a thing is called manifest we can when we can perceive it through one or the other of our sense organs right that which is beyond all the five sense organs is called unmanifest right i cannot see smell hear taste or touch a full grown mango tree in a mango seed but in that seed in that date seed the tree is there right when you plant it it will grow but now if today i tell you that in this date seed in this mango seed an entire big seed is there a child will say not possible we know yes it is there we'll say you plant it will come you tell the baby see there is a mango tree in here four year five impossible what what are you saying it is not possible right because they can't perceive it they can't perceive it they can't see it but it is there right in the same way they are saying under the circumstance the tree is said to be in a unmanifest condition isn't it within the seed similarly when they say truth is unmanifest they only mean that it cannot be perceived through any of our sense organs it is the very subject because of which the sense organs are perceived that for instance electricity sorry electricity now suppose a washing machine or a he says no no i am doing everything myself right but you pluck take the pluck out the electricity goes away everything will stop right now they will say where is the electricity i can't see it you have to prove it to me that the electricity is there i think it is me only now how do you prove to them that you are working because of this electricity can they see it can they understand it can they perceive it in the same way we can't understand it we can't perceive it we can't see it because with our sense organs because we always try to understand and see things from these sense organs right they are saying no your sense organs are functioning because of that and if that is not there you can't see you know your sense organs won't work for instance a dead man what happened what went away the sense organs are still there right but they're not working so here again simply it is the very subject because of which the sense organs can be perceived so what is he saying avyaktoyam i am avyakt i am unmanifest you cannot see me then he says i am unthinkable also you cannot think about it that means i it you are unthinkable the shariri is unthinkable what is unthinkable after denying the sense organs any play in the field of truth we are told that the human mind also cannot think nor can the human intellect think over and comprehend the infinite so this mind and this intellect and this logic you know many people come to spiritual classes with their logic in place there is no logic you have to pack that logic put it in a box and come because that logic has its limitations that infinite you cannot understand with this limited intellect this limited mind this limited logic and you cannot use the same analogy and logic which we use in the material world with him 
So no logic can explain. So because he is unthinkable, you can't think about him. Right? The self being the very life that energizes the mind and the intellect, which by themselves are inert and insentient, it becomes obvious that the mind and the intellect cannot make the self an object of their comprehension. Right? Again, the cameraman or there is an example over here of the tele telescope gazer cannot see himself with his telescope, right? When you are looking, you can see that, but you cannot see yourself. In the same way, he says he cannot at once the seer and the seen. So the seer and the seen cannot see each other at the same time. Thus here the Lord's words, unthinkable, is to be understood as meaning incomprehensible. Yes, the painting never knows. Yes, isn't it? Even if you look at a carpet, for instance, right? Yeah. Look at it. So many threads woven together, everything. Nothing. It, For instance, again, a simple example. The screen of the movie hall. And on which yeah. all that drama and such an amazing movie is going on. You are that screen. So drama cannot know. Right? And the best example I feel is electricity only. Power example. Wow, how? The light would not know, right? How it is functioning, how it is shining so bright. Right? So we can't, and it is unchangeable. Then he says, then that does not change also. Why? Again, in the previous verse, again he said, right? Unchangeable. Nitya, Nirantar, Stanur, Kuch bhi hoga aapko. You are. Again, they lose. This term indicates that the self is without parts because things that have parts in themselves are things which have forms and those that have forms must necessarily come under category of finite and exhibit in themselves various modifications and changes. We are unmanifest. We are unthinkable. We are unchangeable also because... We are. There is no form, no shape. There is no way I can tell you that, yes, this is like this. There is a beautiful say, one sage, you know, I was just reading. He is just, you know, he's a very great sage. Akhandananji, if I'm not mistaken. And he says, you know, Saraswati Ma decided to go and see Brahman. Just an analogy, ki Brahma Dev ko dekhe, dikhte kaise hai. And she went and half midway she came back. And he, she says... He is like this, he is unthinkable, he is un because it is not possible to reach him also. She said, she just came back and then she gave a description, unthinkable, unchangeable, this, that, everything, neti, 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 neti. He is like this, like this, like this, then he is not like this, not like this, not like this. It is not possible. So he said, let me see him and understand. She couldn't, she came back, she said, it's okay, let it be. So when somebody claims, that is why you have to be very, very. When somebody tries to say mujhe pata hai toh phir soch lena chahiye ki kuch toh gadbad hai right because jab but there is also saying kya bas but that is an experience you kahi bar bolte na many sages say till when will you keep reading other people's experience when will you experience him yourself he's just an experience when Buddha had that experience, he became quiet. We took it in the wrong way when we said it is null, it's void, nothing. No, but he was quiet. Shunya nahi bola unne. We say it is shunya. Shunya kaise? But it was not possible to describe because it is an experience. And then if we claim no, this is, then you'll wonder. That means he is thinkable, he is not changeable, he has a form. He is manifest. That is why you can comprehend him, right? But that is not the definition of the divine. And that is not the definition of who I am. Because I am no other than the divine. And when Sri Krishna goes on to say, Ki, what is the word? Avyakt. And then nirakar. Nirvikar. What is nirvikar? Nirvikar means the... Vikar is the vices. It is nirvikar. 
there is no calm growth low more any number of vices that you can think of there are not there there is nothing there that thing is said to be beyond positive and negative there is no good no bad because sattva is considered good right sattva rajas tamas no gunatit no gunas at all is that when we saw when we looked at uh, in one of the verses when we were looking at the creation briefly we saw right nothing and then then there is a motion of time and then the gunas are vibrating and then the creation come so he is beyond that na there is nothing in him purusha prakriti everything that is happening is happening it is not him prakriti is different purusha is different i am everything else is happening right so he is saying nirvikar there is no vikar pure totally pure and pure not in the sense of good qualities pure in the sense of no qualities you cannot say these are his qualities or these are not his qualities there is nothing there there is just it is sachidanand it is and that is the thing you know we we want to define things by good or bad by what we consider from our mind and intellect what we think we can see and touch and you know yeah. understand but unfortunately sri krishna is saying you are beyond that so you won't be so now he is saying what does he say let's just read it yah de pratyaksh nahi dikhta right yah chinta ka vishay nahi hai yah nirvikar hai kaha jata hai atah is dehi ko he is talking about the dehi not the de is dehi ko aisa jaan kar shok nahi karna chahiye knowing this to be the nature of the indweller of the body you should not cry shok don't feel any sorrow don't cry there is no point now there's a beautiful story that again akhandanand ji was saying that a new bahu came to the family you know a daughter in law and they had to go somewhere and now when they went somewhere it was a sad ceremony funeral kind of a thing so he she saw many ladies crying you know when they were crying they were hitting themselves and crying and all making noise and everything so this girl she had no clue what to do right she was new she also got so caught up that she also started hitting herself and crying and whining and you know by the time this entire thing happened and she came home she was so much in pain because she had hurt herself so much by hitting and all that and whining the mother in law asked why did you do this you know what happened to you she said i don't know everybody was crying so and they were doing this i just got caught up in the moment and i also started doing it and the mother in law said you know what my dear there is a art you know when they were hitting themselves they were not hurting themselves they were doing something that was just making a lot of noise you ended up hurting yourself because yeah rudalis and all they have a way of doing it you did not know you just copied and she was totally broken by the end of it this is what we all are doing copying we do not know why we have been said that this is what should make us feel happy this is what should make us feel sad non don't we normally do this when you look at somebody you should have compassion condition why should i have compassion you know a child no when you see a poor person you should have compassion when you see somebody die you should also feel sad why you have no emotions don't we ask we are telling them which situation or we have been told which situation should give which emotion it's very very thought certainly what a baby has emotions when she's born she will not go and she'll play everywhere right and then gradually when they grow up we say no no they, it's just a child ignore ignore because that child does not know how to behave in the society because we still have to teach and then we'll say okay when you are going here this is how you should behave when somebody has passed away this is how you should behave this is what should cause sadness and agony and sorrow in your heart if it is not causing if looking at somebody is not causing sorrow then there is something wrong with you what happens is good take care but we are not telling them that you don't feel anything actually i am telling you i am telling you 
because initially a child does not feel anything for a while the child does not even know his mother very few children know that notion of you are my child is also fed in right me i gave birth to you are my child oh okay this is my mother the child learns so krishna is saying why are you just feeling sorry for these things he is stop imitating that this situation has to demand this kind of a grievance or sorrow or agony stop he is saying what shok nahi karna chahiye in this situation you are not supposed to be sorrowful arjun why don't you understand but arjun does not understand because arjun has been groomed in a certain manner he has also been conditioned in a certain manner now krishna is trying to uncondition him arjun is saying mujhe nahi samajh aa raha i am still sad he said don't there is nothing to feel sorry about that is nothing to cry on you are not even dying see these few questions will come to your mind okay and again this is sarva priyananda ji i was listening to his talk and he says these verses are so important there are very prominent questions i'll just whatever i remember i'll share with you one is the question of free will we always ask this question right whether we have free will or not very important and this will answer your other question also then we say death what happens when there is death that is a very thing traumatic thing for all of us death and then there is a question of there are some five questions prominent i remember two right now i'll share more later free will death and where have i come from who am i this question is also very prominent all have been answered in these shlokas and two more questions he was mentioning free will hai kya free will hai kya after leading these verses if somebody asks you krishna do you have free will barkha do you have free will what will we say we will think right because when i am not doing anything things are just happening where is the free will then there is no free will then who is speaking who is talking again that question that came right when we say there is no free will then what then what what there is no free will things are happening now to the best of your ability let them happen, let them happen and do good whatever you think that that uh, hallucination of free will that you have that dream of free will that you have, that false creation or maya of free will that you have use it in the positive direction do good usse jyada to kuch nahi kar sakte free will hai nahi hai ab kya bole but see that does not have to rattle us and say ki fir what should we do no you have that notion of free will na exercise it in the right direction don't go deeper leave it for now death are you dying no you're not dying it's clearly understood you are going on you are you are not you are nitya nirantar sanatan achal you are there always you have always been there yeah but attached so condition because we are supposed we are so attached but what to do na it is a notion again if you understand this vigyan that is why when you look at sanyasis and all they do their work they care but they are not rattled uh, here i was huh. related or not i know yeah but i always feel like when you are really sad when you are very bad mood yeah Take that, take this, this. Huh. and when you are in a happy mood, when you are so much, then oh my God, what if it's something happens to me? Who will take care, care of them? Care? At the same thing, no. Because in that mood, there is no attachment, no. Oh, we will be like, no, <laughs> let them go. go. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. But this attachment. So think about it like this. Very true. It happens to all of us. Just because God has given us a very beautiful life right now, we don't want it to end, right? Right. but tomorrow if we are born as a scorpion we are born as a snake we would do not want that right yeah. that is reality keep that in your mind because this is not everlasting this notion of reality that we have is not everlasting and that is why the sanatan dharm it is helping us break this shackle of birth and death i said get rid of it now you feel everything is good you have a human birth you have good family everybody just imagine if you are in a situation which is as you said sad angry horrible then you'd say better death comes and all this ends right 
so the attachment to the positive if everything is good everything makes me happy i want it if it does not make me happy i don't want it so then that is why kunti says na give me situations always give me negative situations because positive makes me forget the truth she keeps asking for she's not asking for sorrow and agony she's asking for problems problems not necessarily give you sorrow and agony right it's a choice so again he's saying why are you crying this is the situation act arjun stop crying that is what he is saying very simply rona band karo this is like a conditioned response this is a mirage there is nothing that is happening mirage hota hai na there is nothing that is happening but in the mirage we say oh it is real we can see but it is not there we can see but it is not there and that which we cannot see the unthinkable the unmanifest the unchanging the avikari is me but i can't see arjun wake up stop crying stop getting agonized stop being in sorrow these words i guess when we are in so much pain we tend to ourselves also we that does cry a lot then yeah. we feel like what am i even crying for there is yes. nothing huh? we will see in the mirror everything is fine now we will just like shedding tears 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 then within a second we will take a long breath and then we will say everything is fine now let's go i mean it goes also if we directly see ourselves louder the words what yes it really goes if we don't get caught up in the yeah and we distance mm-hmm. as you said na we take a deep breath yeah. and then that means when you take a deep breath for one minute you distance yourself from everything that is happening yes and you distance yourself and then you say what when we were crying that that one moment yeah. were you there when we read that poem no you were not there i don't know we'll end the class with that poem it is exactly what you have said and i think it's exactly what shri arjun is being taught oh, sorry this is one of my favorite poems it is if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too if you can wait and not be tired of waiting have we done this huh no or being lied about and don't deal in lies or being hated and don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise if you can dream and not make dreams your master if you can think and not make thoughts your aim if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same just the same if you can bear to hear truth you have spoken twisted to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop back down building them up with worn out tools if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toes and lose and start again at your beginning and never breathe a word of your loss if you can force your heart and nerve to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them hold on if you can talk with the crowd and keep your virtue or walk with the kings nor lose the common touch if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you but none too much if you can fill the unforgiving minute unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run yours is the earth and everything that is that's in it and which is more you'll be a man my son manur bhav manur bhav you said right just a little distance with everything yeah. krishna it's not only distance when we are angry if we start distancing us and we just become a witness 
consciously nothing will rattle us and that attachment that love love no attachment expectation everything will be at a distance and that 60 seconds worth of distance run is all there is for us to realize what shri krishna is trying to tell us but till we are willing to do that we won't be able to understand it so anything else any other question i know it is it takes many lifetimes to internalize this but at least we have started श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव हे नाथ नारायण सुदेव हे नाथ नारायण देव ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय 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 राम लक्ष्मण जानकी जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जानकी जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जानकी जय बोलो हनुमान की जय बोलो हनुमान की जय बोलो हनुमान की बोलो बजरंग बली की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान जय हनुमान